Welcome to Stuck In My Mind Podcast, the show where we dive into the mind of a regular guy on his road to self-discovery. You'll hear everyday people just like you share the latest topics, personal stories, and things they've learned along the way. And now, please welcome your host, Wise. It's your boy W-I-Z-E And if you live in the northeastern part of Pennsylvania And you need work done on your car Check out my man Jose and his crew at Precision Auto A family owned business that specializes in German vehicles There is no job too big or too small They also offer snap finance for those that need assistance That's Precision Auto at 339 Sterling Road in Toby Hanna, PA Phone number is 570-894-8699 And let them know it's your boy Wise that sent you Peace out it's your boy W-I-Z-E And welcome to another episode of Stuck In My Mind Today I got a very special guest on He's a fellow podcaster Welcome to the show, Fabian Ojeda What's up? Hey man, how you doing? Good, good, good Just here, uh, you know, enjoying the, the very tail end of this pandemic here in California Things are finally opening up Oh yeah, yeah, yeah Your governor is not very liked, not liked very much over there, is he? <laughs> Oh, no, no. You know what, though? But the alternatives are not too great either. So I think we might just uh, end up stuck with him. Oh, yeah. I see. I see Caitlyn Jenner is running for um, governor now. I mean, we elected Arnold, you know, so I don't know how. Hey, that's listen, go, you never know. You never I really, know. Uh, I would really rather not have uh, anybody from the Kardashian clan, you know, at the helm of the state. So you are the host of Ignorance is Strength. Where is that title from, things, man? Right. So. Um, initially, you know, I, uh, I wanted to talk about things that people, you know, have no idea about, or maybe they have an idea about it and they want to learn a little bit more. So to give you an example, you know, the first episode of the podcast, um, you know, was, was about steroids. Right. And, uh, I wanted to give a firsthand account of somebody who was on steroids. And so I talked to my cousin, you know, he's. Uh, he's been on steroids for a while. He's probably going to be on him his whole life, as he said so on the first episode of the podcast. But it's really intriguing because you don't typically have that conversation, you know, uh, every day with somebody. You don't go up to somebody and talk about, hey, you know, steroids this and steroids that. So when you hear about it from from just a regular person um, and you're kind of a fly on the wall listening to that conversation, it's really intriguing. You know, so I wanted to have those type of conversations where – you're going to maybe listen to somebody who has experienced something is doing something that maybe you don't know anything about, you know, even something, uh, not so fun. You know, we, I had a, uh, um, an episode, uh, with somebody who experienced a lot of trauma and abuse growing up, you know, and, and a lot of us can relate to that, but then there's those people who can't relate to it. You know, maybe they had a great upbringing, and so everybody, though, is still able to get something from that because, you know, they're hearing her share her story, um, being brave and everything. And, and, and you know, you either kind of like say, like, oh, yeah, you know, I remember feeling that way. Or you say, like, damn, I never knew. You know, so that's kind of the reactions I wanted to elicit from 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 it. The other thing is I, I, I uh, 
you know, was always a fan of the book uh, 1984. And, and, and that's one of the, uh, it's in the book 1984, you know, Ignorance Strength. And I even created a song uh, in high school uh, back in 2004, man, called Ignorance of Strength. And nowadays it serves as the opening theme song for the podcast. So that's kind of a, right there, a loaded, a, a loaded answer for you as to where I got the name. Yeah, because because you're originally you're a musician. You 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 started your podcast because because you wanted to keep contact with people. You wanted to do something that you can communicate with people, right? Yeah, I mean, you couldn't you know, do your music. Um, one, yeah, one of my biggest you know passions has been music. Um, I play drums uh, uh, mostly. I love to sing. I'm, I, I tell people I'm the greatest karaoke singer on earth. I truly believe it. Uh, <laughs> you know, but uh, you know, I, I learned a little bit of everything because. Um, you know, in, in, in school, I, I wanted to, you know, figure out how to, how to put together my own songs. You know, I never wanted to be the greatest at any one thing. I just want to be, you know, good enough to put together catchy songs that people can just, you know, uh, really enjoy. You know, it, I don't even want to rate the biggest masterpiece. You know, I just want to have like, like a song that people can maybe dance to or bob their head to. You know, um, but uh, yeah, that was a passion that I had. And, and you know, you, during the pandemic, you couldn't really, you know, uh, go out and, and play with other musicians and whatnot. Um, so I had to find another hobby, man. And that, that was just, you know, uh, this whole podcast thing. I, and it started too because I'm a big, like, uh, pro wrestling fan, you know, and I listened to a lot of the pro wrestling podcasts. I'm like, man, that's, that's pretty cool. Like, do you just tell stories? And I'm, in, I'm interested. You know, and and oh yeah, ever since- so you're so you're so you're a wrestling fan, huh? Well, I had uh, I, nice. I, I've uh, I've had Stevie Ray. Oh on, shit, that's like a holy. And I've right had uh, Vince of, uh, Russo on podcasters uh, for. Yeah, Vince Russo. Yeah, so so yeah, it, it was those were two two of my favorite shows as well because I'm a big wrestling fan. I grew up watching Hulkamania, The Ultimate Warrior. I grew up watching wrestling in the '80s. So I'm like I am I I still to this day watch wrestling once in a while like whenever I have the chance I'll find out so what's going know, on they're, they're but yeah I'm, I'm a big great. huge like, wrestling you know, even, fan even uh you know now like 20 30 years later you know it's still intriguing uh-huh and so yeah, it's, I, it's, it's, it's the male soap opera man you know like Vince Russo uh tell their stories about the business and everything I'm just like I can listen to this for hours you know and so that was kind of like where 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 uh, I got my inspiration from. And you know, though people don't know who I am, or they might not know who my who my early guests were, you know, uh, or any of my guests, even for that matter, you know, people still want to hear a good a, a good conversation. And and I think you know I've always been the type to uh, not necessarily be like the the uh, the uh, what do you call it? Like the the star of the show or the, you know, the, the, the life of the party. But when I'm at like a gathering like that, I can always hold, you know, a conversation with, with anybody. And, and I put it to the test with the podcast. When I, when I, like when I had Stevie Ray on, um, one of the things is he didn't really want to talk about wrestling and that's cool. I, it was just, just the fact that I was having him on the show. I was excited with that. And I know that he's always been into doing stuff in his community. So we spoke on charitable events, and and it was cool. And it was funny because 
at the beginning, I was like, oh, at the end, can we play a game? He's like, oh, I really don't like playing games. But we had such a dope conversation that at the end, he's like, yo, we can play that game now. I was like, nah, man, it's cool, man. We just had a great conversation. I don't want to ruin it with the game. I'm good. I, I was happy. I was like a, a kid, like a kid in the candy store. I was, I was happy with it, man. It's like, this is somebody I saw growing up that I looked up to because even though yes I'm Puerto Rican but I still I, I still I, I still look at, at at Harlem Heat as people of color like I'm I'm like I'm I'm a person of color and seeing other people of color on TV being world champions being tag team champions him and his brother Booker T that was like wow like hey they can do it I can do whatever I, I can do it like so it, it's it was those it was just being able to to speak to him, knowing that I looked up to him growing up. That it was it was just cool, man. I was a big mm. fan just speaking to yeah. someone I looked and, up uh, to. You know, uh, they just released that Booker T uh, uh, A and E uh, special. Uh, definitely, man. I, it's a great story. You know, him and his brother. Um, I, I I I thought I, I thought it was even if you don't know who the, who they were as wrestlers. You know, it was one of those stories that you can just kind of sit and watch and be like, dang, that was, you know, that was a rough kind of upbringing and to, to achieve that success is really cool. Yeah, man, they, they came they came from the hood, man. They came from the bottom, seriously, and, and brought themselves up. And they're, now they're both very highly successful. Stevie Ray has his podcast. Booker is still has his wrestling school. He has his podcast. Stevie Ray's recording like four shows a week. It, it, they're, they're still busy, still doing their thing. So, all right, so music. So, what kind of music do you make? You know, like, just... it's such a like wide array. And I think, I'll be honest with you, I think this is why I never, you know, kind of uh, got super far into music because I couldn't decide what my what my sound should have been, right? Um I'm, you know, I grew up a '90s kid, definitely influenced by Sublime and Red Hot Chili Peppers, um, Offspring, and stuff like that. And so that's primarily my sound. You know, got a little, little bit of reggae in there, a little bit of pop punk, you know, and a little bit of, uh, you know, whatever kind of uh, funk rock you call the the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, but everything that I did, you know, I, I I wanted it to be short and catchy, you know. Um, so I love having bass lines that kind of carry the song, you know, so if, if you can, if you can kind of imagine what that sounds like, but I mean, at the same time, you know, I was in different bands all throughout, you know, uh, high school and my early twenties and whatnot. So played a lot of like metal and stuff like that, you know, but I mean, for, for, for me, I, I love anything that has like a good, a good bass line, a good groove to it, you know? Um, hopefully I'll get back into it. <laughs> you know, uh, um, I, I think, uh, I messed around with it a little bit during pandemic. You know, I, I went and bought like a brand new drum set, you know, the electronic drum set just so I can record at home. And, uh, that'll hopefully give me some incentive to jump back in and put something together, man, because, um, it's fun, you know, and, and, uh, when you're having fun doing it, I think just like the podcasting game, you know, it transcends uh, just, you know, your your thoughts and feelings and people feel it. Other people feel it. For me, for me, it, it 
me for me seriously it it opened up my creative juices it it it, it made me and and I, and I've never really considered myself a, a, a creative person like that but if it's, it's created a monster basically because <laughs> now I've got so many ideas and all these things flowing through my head and me wanting to put it on paper or me wanting to put it out there there's so many different things that I want to try this and it's awesome because I didn't know I was this creative I didn't know I could do this I honestly didn't come into this thinking that oh yeah I'm gonna be good at it no who knew who knew I was able to talk this way who knew I sounded this this way on the mic it was just everything was just fall, fell, started, fell into place for me and it, I just I don't I can't explain it sometimes sometimes it's like I wish everyone could feel how I feel when I record or when I'm here talking to somebody or, or when we're and we're having such a great conversation that where everyone is just by the end of the com- end of the interview, everybody's like, yo, that was a great show. Yeah, hell yeah, it was. And, and that's what I love, man. It's just, you never know. You, you really never know. It, it's like, I've met people that I've never thought that we would have a, a good connection. And by the end of the show, we're talking about things that we have in common. A lot of the things that we have in common. Right. That you I think, think uh, I can agree with you there. You know, it does so open it, it up cool. your creative juices a little bit because... Um, sometimes you're, well, not sometimes, most times you're forced to kind of think on the fly because, uh, I'll tell you, look, you know, and, and I don't know if you've had the same experience, but when I started doing the, the podcast, um, I took rigorous notes ahead of time and said, this is what it's going to be to the point where almost the whole hour, or even if it went over an hour, you know, sometimes hour and a half, whatever was almost completely scripted. And you know what happened? I didn't use any of that. <laughs> and so what I started doing was I just started taking minimal notes, right. And just letting the conversation flow a little bit more to the point where I got, uh, so comfortable that I don't have any notes in front of me now. And all I have are maybe bullet points in my head about what that person does. Um, even if I don't know anything about them, I cha- I would, I would even challenge anybody to throw a random person at me who I've never met before where I'm completely comfortable interviewing them for a podcast because that's how creative it's forced me to become. You know, um, it could be. Mm-hmm. People ask me, why don't I script my show? They ask me, why don't, because I want it to be organic. I want it. I want people to feel the authenticity of it. I want them to feel like, yo, this is true. This is, this is not scripted. They're coming from, from within. They're speaking from within and it's coming out naturally. I, that's why I don't script it. Like, like you, I take little bullet points here and there, but for the most part, I try to be as more as as original and 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 mm-hmm. just yeah, flowing think, uh, and just you know one of the mistakes too is that what what I would do at, at first is you know with the whole uh, uh, scripting it and 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 putting like and it was literally sometimes like almost like five pages right <laughs> you know I would send it to to the interviewee ahead of time um and some of the jokes i wanted to make you know they, they they wouldn't come off as as good because they already they already saw the the pun afterwards you know and it's like oh i get it you know instead of it being like an authentic reaction and a and a laugh it's just kind of like a like a forced uh, acknowledgement you know but um it, it's definitely it's it's definitely more fun doing it with no notes you know because uh you, you 
I even like that, man. I like the scramble where you have to kind of scramble to think like, what can I ask this person? You know, um, it, it, I don't care. You know, give me somebody off a park bench and I'll talk to them. And 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 I'm, that's how comfortable I am, right? I'm in the same. I'm in the same boat. I'm in the same. For me, it's just I feel I can talk to anyone. I feel I'm a chameleon. I can. There's so many different things I can talk about. If we're gonna talk about sports, we can talk about sports. We want to talk about entertainment, I can talk about entertainment. I don't like talking politics because politics is just everyone's opinion. That's all that is. Then no one in talking politics is talking facts. They're just talking their opinions and how they feel about certain politicians. And so I, I don't enjoy talking about that. Religion, I don't talk that because I, I don't follow religion. I'm not a religious person. I'm a spiritual person. I believe in a higher power. I believe in, in, in a God. But I'm not. I, I don't follow a set religion because I feel that's that's for them to try to control the masses. So it, it's it's just so many different things that I can talk about, and and hopefully my guests, depending on my guests, like recently I've had a lot of guests that are are geared to, towards more of self development, self help. I've had authors, strategists, coaches. And that's where I want I want my show to continue to go because I want like I said I'm giving people are 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 giving me something precious which is their time, so I want to give them good content. I want to give them content that they can enjoy or use. Who knows? It, 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 again, like I said, it's just making sure that the people who are listening to me get what they deserve. And, you know, which you, is you, you touched a little of, bit on the whole politics thing. Um, I don't like to talk about it either. You know if. If I did have a politics episode, which I was trying to put together, but it kind of fell apart, I would have one. Uh, I, what I would do to give equal time is I would have one person from uh, uh, one side and the person from the opposing side, and I would kind of moderate. That's what I would love to do, you know, because I've had different types of episodes. Um, like, for example, I had, uh, you know, the, the singles panel was one of my episodes that I did, and it was really cool because uh, I basically got the perspective of you know, uh, five single adults and, uh, everybody had a different, you know, thing to say. And it was really cool. Um, same thing with the teacher panel that I did. I, um, talked to teachers during the pandemic and, you know, whether they enjoy do what they're doing right now, or, you know, if they feel they're, they're being unfairly kind of scrutinized and whatnot, and everybody had a different response. So if I did do like a political episode, that's what I would do is that I would, I would make sure to give equal time, have those people kind of, uh, you know, hash out each side and just kind of moderate it. But I do do a little bit of politics, but we do it very tongue in cheek. And it's not, you know, um, it's not super uh, uh, political because we, you know, every now, every 10 episodes or so, I have a group of my friends come on and we call it the shit show. Sorry, I'm sorry, I don't know if I could cuss on here, but okay, okay, good, good. Yes, you can cuss. Look, I got a picture. Listen, I got a picture yeah, of weed going like, by. Oh, what do you think? Everybody, you know, I start the episode with a fucking shit. So there, there we go. But um, what do you call it? Uh, every ten episodes, I have a, my friends on. We call it shit show, um, and we just tell stupid stories, you know, from from our high school days. Um, but one of the things that we've kind of fallen into is we each kind of have developed a character, and we have our our friend. Uh, his name is uh, well, we, his nickname's Potter, and he's kind of like the conservative of the group. Right. And we always pick on him with the politics, man. So anytime there's a news story where, you know, it's a ridiculous kind of like a, 
a white power rally or something like that would be like, hey potter uh how was that rally in huntington beach the other day <laughs> you know and and so that's kind of we kind of how we do you know the the politics thing we do it kind of tongue-in-cheek where we're we're kind of picking on him a little bit i'm not super you know i i don't consider myself any bit liberal or 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 uh, uh not too you know uh uh conservative so i don't i don't pick a side you know i don't give a damn i just to me politics you know it's it's kind of like trying to pick a football team everybody all of a sudden has like this diehard you know allegiance to a side and neither side gives a damn about you you know so if neither side gives a damn about you what what is the point yeah And that's why I get pissed at myself when I argue with someone about mm. politics. It's like, no. why am I arguing with you? They don't give a damn about us. So why am I wasting my time arguing right. with you when and these we'll motherfuckers don't give a death. shit about yeah. us anyway? Like, people be like, oh, people be like, oh, you hate Donald Trump. I was like, no, I don't hate Donald Trump. It's, it's, I don't believe in his views. I don't like his views. I don't hate him because I'm not going to waste my energy hating someone. I don't, I don't approve of his views and I don't approve of some of the things he's done, he's said and done, but I don't hate the man. And I don't feel that Biden is any better. They all politicians, every single one of them. He, he Trump talked about he was going in there to clean, clean the swamp. Uh, yeah. Okay. All you did was, uh, just padded the, the money for your buddies over there. And now all Biden is going to do is pad the, the money for his buddies over here so it doesn't matter man they they don't care about us they slowly but surely getting yeah, rid of the middle you, the middle you know, the middle um, class this whole thing you know uh, the identity politics right you talk about your red and your blue it's worse than bloods versus crips you know because people are so diehard to their side let's say you know you're you're a republican right you're a diehard republican for whatever reason you know you've thrown all your your your, your eggs in that basket um the Democrats could have a dynamite, you know, 100% amazing idea. And because it's labeled blue, you're not even going to listen to it, you know, and vice versa. You know, you could have, you know, uh, a Republican with, with an amazing idea for what's going to benefit, you know, the country, but because it has a red label on it, you're like, forget about it, you know? Actually, one of my, one of my, and I, I don't, I'm ashamed, I'm like, there's a politician that I like, and I don't like a lot of politicians, but I like, I like him because he, what he, when he, when I heard him speak, he spoke nothing but truth, and that was Ben Sasser from Nebraska, and yeah, someone from Nebraska, like, what? He, he talked about politics, and he talked about how policy and politics are conflicting. It's like, just because you, you 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 follow a certain political party I'm saying doesn't mean that you shouldn't I, I can't explain it but he just he just broke it down in a way that a simpleton like me was like I like this guy and I don't really like many politicians but of course Donald Trump doesn't like him because he's not a a, a Donald Trump bot he's a Republican that thinks for himself so of course he's not liked by Donald Trump. I guess that's maybe that's why I like him. Common sense people out there, <laughs> but you know, just because, like I said, right now I don't understand the whole allegiance, man. Because like, and especially, and and I don't know what it was about this last, you know, uh, four years or whatever, but people's uh, allegiances have been even stronger. You know, so if you were 
if you were a Trump person, you were out there waving flags and getting tattoos and, you know, just doing what. To me, to, I don't know. It just felt to me like he made it cool to be racist. Like he, 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 and, and that's not what a president's supposed to do. So the president's supposed to unite us. To me, I felt he was just dividing us. That 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 that's why I didn't like him because he was more about dividing us, having us fight amongst each other, instead of being a president and uniting the country. So that that was my issue with him. But uh, we're spending too much time talking about this. About the <laughs> we're here to focus on. We're here to talk about you and your show and, sure, and all man. the stuff you're yeah. doing out there, man. Well, we'll, we'll kind of we'll, we'll cleanse that one away, man. What else, I'm like, what else you got? <laughs> nah, but yeah, yeah. So, uh, so what well, part of Cali I, are you I from? I grew up in the city of Almani. It's uh, you know, pr- pretty much if you think of LA, it's extended East LA. You know, so it's uh, it's 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 not too far from LA. It's probably about 15 minutes. Um, but you know, it's predominantly Hispanic and mostly Mexican. You know, so and 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 I try to explain that to people sometimes because I'm like, look, if you look at parts of LA, it's such a mixed bowl that even Hispanic people um, in LA are so diverse, you know, you'll have your pockets of Mexican, but right now in LA, there's so many Central Americans, you know, and people don't understand the difference there. And, and I'm like, I, I grew up in a Mexican community. That's, that's what I know, you know, city of Almani, you know, um, when I grew up in Almani, it was, it was considered, you know, a, a very dangerous place. You know, we, we had, a lot of gang gang activity. Pretty much all your, you know, all your neighbors. If you grew up in Almani, were gang members, you know. And and um, it was it was heavy, man. It was. I remember just being at my friend's house, and you look across the street, and you see the SWAT team, you know, busting in for for like a like a drug bust or something like that. But I always felt safe in the in in, in the city of Almani. I mean, to the point where you know, even as early as like second grade, I'd be walking myself to school, you know. Um, having, having the, the trouble neighbors never bothered me. You know, they were, they were, they were just people that I knew from, from the neighborhood. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. I, like I said, I grew up in one of the worst parts of Brooklyn. I grew up in East New York, Brooklyn. And when I was growing up, it was during the crack epidemic. And I still like, I still would walk from my, from my house to my school probably like in the third, fourth grade without my mom. Cause, and I'll probably walk with a couple of friends and stuff, but it was, it was, it wasn't, it wasn't, it was dangerous, but it wasn't like the, the people who, who controlled the blocks also regulated them. So you wouldn't mess with the people on the, in the neighborhood. I guess kind of like how in your neighborhood there's certain people you knew not to that the cholos knew not to mess with or the gangbangers be like nah leave that leave that person alone that's how that's how it was in, in my neighborhood it's like the, the hustlers knew that the regular you wouldn't mess with the regular people like there were certain right. people in the neighborhood you just left yeah. them alone and you know I uh, I don't know I think it builds a nice rough exterior but as long as you don't get too far into the rabbit hole, you should be fine, you know. And I think that's how it is in most neighborhoods. Um, I never 
I never felt, you know, you always hear people like, oh, you know, I almost became a part of the streets. I never felt that way. You know, I, I got, um, I grew up in a, in a single parent home, you know, and uh, statistically I probably should have been a gang member or drug user, but none of that ever appealed to me. You know, I always wanted to, you know, uh, again, with the, with the, with the, a slight, you know, edge and rough exterior, I always kind of just wanted to do well. You know, I wanted to be smart and successful and whatnot. I didn't want to, you know, uh, I didn't want to be a bum. You know, I didn't want to be like some, uh, some, some loser. You know, I, I still had some pride, you know, but I guess you see people go by the wayside and uh, succumb to, you know, what uh, they're expected to succumb to. But uh, I think that's every, every city, man. I, I, I really do, unless you're like super, you know, safe white bread suburbs or whatever. But even they have their own problems too, you know. So, Fabio Young, let them know yeah, where exactly sure, they like, can uh, find your podcast. You know, like most people, I try to get myself out there on all the major platforms. Spotify, that Spotify. I don't know why it's my favorite. Maybe it's the color scheme, <laughs> but Spotify, you know, Apple, Google. Um, if you're out there in India, I love you guys listening on Ghana, <laughs> but, um, you know, uh, other than that, the social media, I mean, not really as active on Facebook, uh, but you can find me on Facebook and Instagram, uh, just look up ignorance strength podcast. Um, I, I Twitter, I'm kind of, I call myself Twitter stupid, you know, but at least I post the episodes on there. Um, and it's, uh, at the ignorance pod. Um, but yeah, those are the, those are the social medias where, where, where you can find the podcast. Instagram is probably the most active. But I appreciate sure. you being yeah, likewise, on brother, man. man. It was great having you. All right. So now it's time for shout outs. Big shout out to my man, Steve Joyner for making this happen. Thanks for hooking this up, brother. Big shout out to my real wise family, King Sage, Poppy J, Brandy J. Big shout out to my homie, Chrissy Richards from the Cypher Knowledge of Chrissy. Big shout out to the boss lady, Fina. I love you, baby. And as always, a big, big shout out to all the essential workers out there. God bless you. Be safe. You know how your boy wise does it. Peace out. Thanks for listening. Listen on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, and TuneIn. Find us on social media on Twitter at wise underscore B underscore blunt, Instagram at wise underscore B underscore blunt, and a Facebook fan page, www.facebook slash wise76. Check back soon for new episodes. Until next time, peace out.